0: you are now listening to the open canvas Open Canvas. This is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. We've known each other for a few years. It's crazy. We actually met at a Bevel shoot. Shout out to Bevel and Tristan Walker and the whole crew. Yeah, it's so good to finally reconnect with this brother. Um, he'll tell you how we reconnected, but without any further ado, please introduce yourself, man.
1: Yeah, Eli Fola. I met Taj Yeah, as I said a couple of years back. That was like
0: three years ago, I think. Yeah, that's like, so, so crazy, crazy man. years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we, we met at a Bevel shoot um, Western contact and We kind of like lost contact because you know the social media at the time. Yeah. And um, we reconnected back at the Diplo Studio Artist Talk, which
0: I did. um, like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. yeah and that was great yeah shout out to austin uh austin willis he actually connected the both of us because he um he told me about the dapper studios event and i saw your name on the uh promotion i was like is this the same guy that i met three years ago and then like to actually see you there and you recognize me was crazy it was a trip man but thank you for being on the podcast thanks for having me man it's a pleasure absolutely and we also have someone else in the room (laughs) please introduce yourself
2: i'm denise garcia i'm a photographer and artist i'm starting my own podcast hey look out for that look out for that look
0: out for that (laughs) but yeah thank you guys both for being here like i like i said earlier like it means a lot because i feel like everything happens at the right time and like we all meet people in our lives when we're supposed to so like to be able to have this conversation it's going to be powerful so thank you guys for for being on that's thanks for great. having, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, Yeah man, where are you from? So I'm from Nigeria, West right. Africa Yeah, so tell me a little bit about Lagos Because, you know, a lot of people are now talking about it And wanting to go travel there But like, what was it like specifically for you? Um, I would say Lagos is definitely a vibe Talk about it, talk about it Yeah, it's a, it's
1: a different kind of vibe from everywhere else in the world, I would say mm. um, It's very like, um you know, fast-paced mm. And exactly. very metropolitan yeah. It's like a city it's one of like the biggest city in, in Africa mm. And um, yeah, so growing up there was definitely interesting I remember also meeting at the Apple Studios your brother as well, right? Yes So it's just you and him? Um, so I, I'm i the first child and I have three other siblings Oh, okay So, yeah. so he's, I have two sisters and him Okay, cool. What was that
0: like? What was that dynamic like for you growing up? Like, what type of kid were you?
1: Um, um So, basically, like, I, I grew up with my grandmother mm-hmm. and my, well, my parents were, like, living out uh, yeah, in the States for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I'm kind of like, you know, as, as the first um, child, I have a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. for me to, like, you know, take care of my younger ones. So, I definitely, like, looked out for them and yeah. they, like, also, you know, Looking out for me too, and
0: it was, it was it was fun. That's real, man. That's real. Music for me, I was introduced to you through the music that you create. Was that something you were always doing? Like, was your family very musical, or did you just sort of pick it up on yeah, your own? Yeah.
1: So I've been I've been doing music ever since I was a kid. Like very very. I started very very young. I would say probably like three four mm-hmm. and um I started like with playing musical instruments like drum and the keyboard mm-hmm. and I fell in love with the saxophone and like you know picked up the saxophone when I was about 12, 11 yeah. and um yeah so I my my family is definitely very musically inclined my grandfather was a a talking drummer talking
0: drum is a traditional nigerian instrument yeah break it down because i know what it is but like for people who don't know explain what it looks like (laughs) yeah so
1: it's 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 a kind of drum like you put on your shoulder and you have a stick you play with a stick and it's made with leather and you just kind of it sounds very like if you if you're familiar with a 808 sound and you have a dum-dum-dum-dum-dum
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of sound. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, yeah, you can just, like, make different rhythms from the, from the mm. drums. So it's a
0: very, you know, cool instrument to, to play. Yeah. Nice, nice. And were you playing, like, in any bands, or were you just playing by yourself?
1: Um. So they definitely, like, you know, growing up, I... I played different places. I, I started out in a, in a band and also like playing in church band and also playing different kind of um, events all around Lagos. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to New York, I started a band with a couple of friends that I met. And the name of the band was Dhaka Band. Yeah. So Dhaka is an Arabic word, it means smile in Arabic. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like um, fused different because the, the band is very multicultural. Yeah. So I'm. The drummer is from Algeria and uh, the bass player is from Turkey, mm. so we kind of like fuse these different uh, different cultural backgrounds into making a sound. So I'm I'm Yoruba, that's mm. my culture, and um, I sing in Yoruba while while I was on the band.
0: Mm.
1: And um, the drummer he he sings in Arabic,
0: mm.
1: and um, the bass player also he, he does a thing like plays like this um, Turkish. Kind of sound, so we kind of like have a very unique sound. And I was like also playing the saxophone in the band. Mm. So it was, you know, it was really, really, you know, cool. But I'm I'm no longer with the band. Like the band, like we, we stopped the band like four or five years ago. And yeah, I started doing my thing nice. solo.
0: Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. So, what year did you come
1: to the states? Like, how old? Were you? Um, I I came here 2009. Mm-hmm. I was 19.
0: So now I'm 28. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that time? Like 2009. Like, like, what was that like for you? Like coming in? Um, it was really. It, I, yeah. It, it was definitely a, a
1: culture shock because mm-hmm. it's different and. Uh, I remember, like, you know, the first year I came, I also, no, I think it was the second year I started college. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was kind of, like, hard at first to be able to blend in and, like, react, um, interact with people properly. Yeah. But as time goes on, I felt more
0: comfortable and, you know, I kind of, like, blend in. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. and. <laughs> For, for me, like even just seeing what you do, like it just seems like you seem so comfortable and sort of expressing your cultural heritage through your work. Is that something that was always natural or did you sort of have to learn so um, like bring that out. Mm-hmm. It's def- um It's. I would say my culture is definitely something that's always part of me,
1: mm-hmm. and um, me infusing the talking drum wasn't actually like. I say last year, mm-hmm. I started like infusing the talking, the traditional talking drum, because mm-hmm. yeah, I just felt like it just makes sense to be able to like you know showcase my culture in that way and like infuse it to the sound I'm making Yeah, and the kind of music I do is very like you know electronic music I, I produce like techno sound and like house music
0: and it's crazy too because I mean for those like I gotta show you a video like he'll like perform a DJ set like with house music and electronic EDM music and then you'll play like the saxophone over the top of, yeah. Yeah. of what you're playing on, on the DJ set mm-hmm. and then you'll bring up the talking drum and play with that and I'm just yeah. like yo you're taking it to another level because i feel like that's the type of like engagement and like the 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 musicality that a lot of these like music sets need now yeah you know you're sort of bringing out different elements and like drawing from different historical like traditions and like bringing it into the future so like i really like how you do that man thanks man yeah man like yeah. What made you even start doing
1: that? Like, what, what you, um, that? you know, like I believe, like as humans, we have to like really evolve at a time when mm. we do something. So it just for me, just like it was time for me to like evolve into something. I've definitely like you know been doing music all my life, and being that my grandfather was a talking drummer, mm-hmm. I just thought like it just makes sense for me to like play this instrument my grandfather played mm. when he was alive. Wow. So I traveled to Nigeria and I got a talking drum mm. and you know I just I it's just natural for me to play like you yeah
2: know. is it a way to keep your culture alive
1: yeah definitely like you know like I'm, I'm Nigerian and I believe like a lot of people don't know about Nigerian culture mm. if, if you are not know from there so for me that is a way for me to like spread my culture for people that really don't know much about the culture because mm-hmm. that's very uh, a significant part of the culture the music mm-hmm. the drum the style the kind of clothes we wear is like very, you know, yeah. significant. to
0: um, what we have as a people. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know. Yeah, and I even what see it. P- I even see it in like your live sets. Like the attention to, to detail that you put into like even the, the whole production, like what you wear also like the stage setup like i got i'm going to post pictures of like you at Dapper Studios with connect to this episode because okay. i want people to see like the production value that you put into your sets yeah that's
1: um yeah. the creative direction for that setup actually i will credit Depalu for that like mm. that was his idea yeah like, so.
0: oh shout out to him for, that. <laughs> yeah, for sure for
1: sure that was yeah. great so yeah that was Depalu's idea because mm. he kind of like has this vision to like you know make because he we connected years ago also. Yeah. Yeah. But we never get to meet. So I, I officially like met him last year and he told me about the idea of having me do a a talk. Yeah. and you know we made that happen so shout
0: out to De for sure and even like going to, to your, Denise's point I feel like you're sort of like keeping your heritage alive through the music that you're making but also like for, for me as like an African American like when I see like you bring out the talking drum and sort of play that along with more current modern beats and stuff like that it's like you're almost like reminding people of like where all this stuff even comes from Yeah, you know and that's really exciting to hear and to see because it's like you're you're bringing like the, the origin and the history of the music, and sort of like connecting the dots for people, like so they can realize and see like the rhythms and like yeah. the, the, the culture. And yeah, that.
1: I believe I believe um, most musical mm-hmm. genre is influenced by African music, mm-hmm. and Africa definitely have a lot of. Um, history and like you know like epop hop, like house music and like you know there's, there's a whole like black
0: music and african mm-hmm. music so mm-hmm. yeah. it just makes sense yeah so i see the the music that you're making is doing a great job to sort of like help people connect the dots and like help people understand like where everything comes from and like just how we're all connected by the music you know like that's like the the common language that we all have you know yes. so it's real Yeah, you know, music is
1: a universal language Mm -hmm. and you know, it don't matter what language you speak like you, when you, you listen to a beat, you can relate to it, you can move to it. Like, so yeah. that's basically what I'm, I, I do with my music. Like, yeah. It's just like being able to like spread that music that cut across all race, social, or economic background. It don't matter. Like, yeah. so as
0: long as you have a, a soul, a heart, you mm. can like feel the music. Absolutely. And and more recently, um, Swiss Beats reached out to you to like work for the No Commissions yes. um, event. Was that, was that? Yeah, that right? was, yeah. yeah, that was, you know, how that did was, that come that out? Was, that was dope as <laughs>
1: friends. Like, so, all that came about is, like, I think, um, I was doing a gig at, um... I was doing a gig um somewhere in um, in a village and somebody that knows Sweets like on his team saw me and yeah. I, I had no idea like the person was there so I think the p- person told Sweets about me like yo check out Eli like he's dope <laughs> and um, cuz while I'm doing my set I was like you know DJ and I'm playing the saxophone so it's like interesting and yeah um Sweets just he reached out to me through Instagram like hey what's up are you in the States? Mm. I'm like oh
0: yeah
1: <laughs> 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 I'm right outside <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah what you need so he so the next day he got his manager to book me for hard basil wow Wow. you know which was a big deal for me
0: yeah what was that experience
1: like i've never been to Art basil so like
0: take take us to the whole experience yo i would say it was a vibe
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a different vibe man like yo like the (laughs) the crowd was crazy like a lot of people um you know I get to like share the same stage with people like DJ Khaled, mm. um, ASAP Rocky, yeah. um, Lil Wayne, Two Chainz, and Swiss Beat. <laughs> like you know, that's like yeah. major for me. For mm. That's so what I was. I would say that was kind of like a very you know big
0: time for for my music career. Hundred percent. How long were you there?
1: Um, I was there for two days actually. Mm-hmm. I think three days. I forgot. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, yeah. did you like go through? The yeah, holidays? I was there for three so, days actually. It was three days for somebody like me who's never been to Art Basel. Explain. Oh yeah, um,
1: definitely. So I really didn't do much because I just stayed in my hotel room. <laughs> and but like, I definitely get to hang with some people. I attended I attended a party that night. Mm-hmm. Um, sponsored by another. It was like organized by people I know also. So I went to that party. It was dope. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love what Swiss is doing it with art and with no commission like yeah. bringing like unknown artists and with the more known artists together mm-hmm. in the same room mm-hmm. and like basically like them to be able to sell their hearts and with no commission they get to keep 100% of every art they sell. Yeah, so I think that's really something you know Great is doing 100% and you know it does the, the atmosphere the music the people the arts it was
0: all it was all cool yeah yeah just shout out to Swiss for that because I think that's super important you know to have yeah. like something like that for creatives mm-hmm. and for someone like him who has like the, the influence and the, the respect and the resources to help yes. he's helping from like a real place he's like you know what I want to put this on solely for the creative for the yes. artists, you know, and to highlight them, mm-hmm. you know, we need more of that, especially from people who have the resources to do it yeah. and to do it, like, properly, like how he is. So, yeah. like, respect the Swiss and the whole no-commissions yeah. team man,
1: I was Yeah, yeah I would say Swiss, he has a big ass man. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's a real he's a real dude, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, he's just willing to, like, help, like, even the unknown, because I'm, you know, like, definitely, like, still coming up and, you know, mm-hmm. and it reached out to me and to, like, put me on
0: that platform, that's definitely, like, you know, big, big for me. Power- Man, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how has it been, man? Over this past these past couple years, I feel like your growth has been like crazy. So, like, how has that been for you? Sort of like from creating the music that you're making and sort of people trying to figure it out to now people sort of embracing it and like saying, like, this is like the next wave. Like, how has that been for you? It's
1: been dope, bro. Like, I've been, you know, working, and I'm working on my next album.
0: Nice.
1: nice. And I have, a I, I released an album in 2016, That my first album. You can mm-hmm. check it out, it's on Spotify, iTunes, and all that. The I'll other link streaming it for platform. you, for sure, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Platform. Yes. And yes. so, and that project was heavily influenced by um, jazz, hours and techno which mm. are, are my sounds and right now i'm presently in the studio working on the next album um looking to like drop it at the end of the year or some sometime around october mm.
0: so yeah so you just been working, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So, like, more specifically, I, I want to sort of get into, like, your, your process, you know, because I think people see, like, the final product, they see the music that you make, and they love it, but, like, I want to get more into, like, your process as a creative. Like, what, what sort of, like, is your thought process before you even make a song? Like, and do you have, like, a purpose or intention? Yeah,
1: like, usually, like, it's actually, it all depends, actually, but most time I usually have a concept mm. before. I, you know, get in the studio to create. I already know, I already have a vision of how I want the music to sound. And I collaborate with a lot of musicians that plays actual live music. Like the last um, project I did, because, you know, I'm an independent artist, so I get to like pay for everything, but I don't have the big budget to like actually do, but I still make it work. So, um, the last project I did, I, my vision was to collaborate with an orchestra Mm. And like infuse like electronic music and and the sound I was looking to do. Right. So I created a beat at home. I have a little home studio set up. Mm. Uh, so I created a beat and like took it to a more bigger studio and I invited uh the a string quartet mm. to like play, collaborate on that particular track. Mm. So yeah, I would say like it all depends on the sound and the and the mood I'm going for for the particular track. Yeah, but still like definitely still have that sound because for me it's all about the, having the unique sound I'm creating mm. and mm. just the vibe I'm going for.
0: And like, would you say there are any themes that your music touches on because? it's it's mainly like it's instrumental it's music um and not as much lyrics so is there like any themes that you're trying to communicate even through sound that you're like trying to touch um
1: on? yeah the, the first one the first um project i i did i was, I was like it's like conceptual based like and also like I think my work comes out in the in the video I do because my, my brother makes video mm-hmm. so he's a videographer so I collaborate with him a lot and based on like the titles of the of the music I just like I have like when I did like evolve, I used to have dread mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, the track evolve in the music video i kind of portray like you know i'm kind of like evolving into something else and like you know so basically like the the video is explaining the story behind the beat Mm. basically
2: i want to go back to something you said earlier you said that sometimes you don't have all the resources that you need but you still make it work i think that's really important because there are a lot of artists out there that they feel like i can't really manifest my vision because i don't have what it takes to take it to that level. And so I want you to speak on how, how do you use the tools, the raw tools that you have to make it work? Like artists out there that have this idea that they want to execute, where would you start? How did you start? Like yeah, how? I'll,
1: yeah, for me, like I would say, you know, like things don't happen overnight. You really have to believe in what you're doing and you have to like actually also be able to like invest in what you're doing. little bit though you don't have all the resources but you know there's like like affordable ways you can do stuff so for me I just like you know leverage the relationship I have with friends already and like you know see like people doing stuff like for instance like I'm lucky to have a brother yeah. so he wouldn't have to charge me a lot for a music video. <laughs> yeah. Be honest.
0: Be honest. That's real. That's real.
1: Yeah, so or like a photographer friend that knows you what I'm doing. Like I want to do a photo shoot like hey bro like hey like you know you know I'm working yeah. on my just hear him them up for it. So I think it's important to have people around you that know what you're doing yeah. and believe in the vision you you're creating. Yeah. So that's very important. And you know, just like And just you know, you have you have the willpower. Like we all have the will, like Mm -hmm. to like to do whatever we want to do. So just go for it and do it and take your time. For me, like for the project I created, like instead of releasing an album because I know that's gonna like take a lot of money, Mm -hmm. I like release like two singles like walked on to me it just like take time Focus because on yeah, it. yeah studio takes time you know like stuff takes time like you want to promote your stuff and like pr and all that kind of stuff yeah to like get, get people to know about what you're
0: doing that right. takes money right so yeah well is wild. wow <laughs> and we were just we were just talking about that it's like especially in a city like new york where everything's expensive. Being a creative, you have to be so much more resourceful to, like, bring about your vision. Any form of creativity, any medium of art, if you don't have a budget, like, you have to sort of finesse and find a way to do it. And you're usually calling upon your friends and be like, yo, like, I got this idea, but I I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, can you help me?
2: No, I want to take that to the next level because sometimes Mm. you might grow up in an environment. As someone who grew up in New York, you might grow up in an environment where your friends are not like that. Mm -hmm. But you might be the, the person in the crowd that has different types of dreams right and so like i said earlier you'd be surprised the type of responses you hear when you just ask and so if you reach out to people that you don't know you don't know who's going to be the person to lend you a hand Mm so even extending beyond your network because your network is cool but if your network is not within your vision or it's not doesn't have the tools or the resources that you need to execute maybe extending beyond there is also important Mm.
0: 100% I I agree with you on that
1: yeah Yeah. I think it definitely it doesn't hurt to ask for help you know Mm. like just it's okay to ask the least you, that can happen is no, but right. at least you right. know, like you right. try
0: to like you know ask, mm-hmm. yeah, so, I mean, like the answers already you know if you're not asking. <laughs> <That's right?
1: laughs> really, like,
2: you oh, know. That was the bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like that's that's real, and and like I, I, just for you, man, what's that process been like? I wonder like what your dynamic was like with is like with your brother, because you guys sort of seem to collaborate on things together and help each other. Like, how is your dynamic in collaborating with him? Um, like shout out to Emmanuel. His name is Emmanuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so he Like
1: he got into Photography like He first started off as a photographer mm-hmm. And like A couple of years ago and you know I kind of like saw that he really Is st- talented mm-hmm. and Then he couldn't afford to buy A camera mm-hmm. so He saved up a little bit I saved up A little bit and I were able to like you know Buy a camera for him mm-hmm. So and He's like sometimes we have creative differences cuz mm. and i i like to work with different kind of people Absolutely. and so because sometimes i feel like oh he probably cannot execute that kind of vision i have like somebody else will be better for the job and I go for another director Mm -hmm. and if I see like oh because he has his own style Mm -hmm. and aesthetic of like the kind of stuff we do and sometimes my my direction is totally like so different from what. so I totally understand that and Mm -hmm. when it's time for
0: us to collaborate and we collaborate so that's that's how we're doing nice yeah collaboration is definitely like it's an art form in and of itself you know being able to collaborate with people you know because everyone has their own style of like work and and also, too, like different forms of creative way of thinking, you know, like like we were talking about earlier, too, like you have maybe a writer collaborating with a videographer and like they may have different ways of thinking about things, but if they they can find out how to collaborate, they can bring right. about something that they couldn't right. have individually. And like, I feel like that's what you, you're talking about with your brother. It's like he sort of understands like his form of art visually and you sort of are more audio. So yeah. like when you guys are able to bring that together and find your own ways of understanding each other you're able to create something that you couldn't otherwise so yeah i love like let's talk about it like collaboration for you guys like what's that been like just in general like do you like working by yourself a lot or do you also like to collaborate
2: as a photographer collaboration is key Mm -hmm. like i have to branch out and one thing I know or in my experience I've learned is when you collaborate it gives you the opportunity to learn and it gives you the opportunity to expand your vision like before I came here I was I met up with this um, young woman who launched her magazine and I told her I was like not only can you learn from somebody else but also sometimes you have a vision and you're so focused on your vision that you don't you don't move forward and 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 you don't see anything else and collaborating with someone else opens up your mind Mm. it's like a whole different world so for me collaboration is key
1: yeah absolutely yeah i totally agree with that no it's collaboration is definitely key you know you have to like and sometimes like it is also it it should be like mutually beneficial like Mm. And I think, you know, in collaborating, and also for me, sometimes personally, like I the the collaboration gotta make sense because mm-hmm. I gotta look at what exactly the, this person is doing, like what is their vision, and like it depends. Like I I I would say like it, it's different for for different collaboration. For I'm I'm a musician, like mm-hmm. the, the kind of collaboration of, of of photographer we have with someone is kind of different from what I would mm-hmm. I would do. Mm-hmm. So for so for my next um, project, I'm definitely. I'm reaching out to a lot of people so like, cause um, I'm kinda like changing my sound a little bit. Like I wanna add some lyrics, some like poetry words and mm. like in the in the, in the beats. Mm. So I'm like, you know, reaching out to people to collaborate and you know, I'm excited making it, making yeah. it happen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wanna add something to that. It's really interesting that you say that the collaboration has to make sense. I agree, but I just, I feel like you have to build up your credit with people. Mm. Like I've been in situations where I don't know people and I do things for people nothing in return and then time sometime down the line I need something that's and I get into a whole like different I'm the type of person I'm a creative and I want to dip my fingers in everything and sometimes I'm doing photos or right now I'm trying to get into podcasting and and so you never know where you're gonna go and for me yeah, I really funny. believe in building your credit like help whoever you can help collaborate with whoever you can collaborate because you don't know when those skills are gonna come into play that's and if they can't help can. you they probably know someone who can't yeah. so be an open open and being kind and and making sure that you do you pay your dues is just as important as getting something out of the deed.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. true. That's true. When you think about it, like we all sort of like have only like a limited amount of time and resources, like in right. all of our lives. So like, with those time and resources, we want to be respectful of others because they're they're also in that same position, you know. So right. like, if somebody like were to do something for like for one of us and, and to help us in a certain way, it's like you know we always have to be mindful of like being like reciprocal, you know. And and I feel like that's always that also goes back into how we. treat people you know like as artists and as like creatives i think we sort of need to reintroduce like you know just even ethics like how we treat people how how, like we're kind to people and respectful of their time and energy you know like that's that's huge you know because that always comes back you know even when you talk about like your reputation like that always comes back you know like if people enjoy working with you like that goes a lot further than just like trying to get as many people to to like work with it's like if you're not a good if you're not fun to work with like people aren't gonna want to work Absolutely. with you, right. you know. Absolutely. But if you make the experience enjoyable and like people say, walk away feeling like, "Wow, I learned something," or "I've evolved," "I've changed," like that's when it's like, okay, like that's gonna create more opportunities and doors will open for you, right. you know. People don't even realize it. Like how you treat people goes a long way, that's for you really. know, for that's real. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah man i'm thinking about like the, we're, we're approaching like spring summer now and we're like we're you know we're talking about how excited for it we are but like for you man what are some of the things that you're excited to sort of get into this, this summer i definitely
1: um i have gigs coming up mm-hmm. i'm gonna be uh, performing a lot in summer and also i'm traveling I'm gonna be in LA in May. Nice. And I'm like doing a a, a gig out there. Have you been before? Yeah, nice. I was there like yeah two years ago.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah.
1: Nice man. Just so fun. I'm I'm just gonna be there for a couple of days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just you know excited about that and um, putting up music.
0: Yeah, even just you talking about like traveling more, I think that's gonna be key too because I feel like with traveling to different cities and places, like your sound is received differently. Yeah, and you also sort of like go on that trip and you come back a different person, and that will influence your music naturally, you yes. know, or any form of creativity, you know. So, Absolutely. so how big for you is like traveling? Like, I'm um, I'm I'm in school now actually, mm-hmm. and um. I'm going to be done in May
1: um, with my graduate program. Congratulations, thank man. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's one of the things that's kind of like been holding me a little bit back from traveling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, after I'm done, like, so I'm just, I want to travel more, like, mm-hmm. even going back more to Nigeria. I was in Nigeria in January, I was yeah. there for two weeks. Yeah. So, I'm definitely, you know, putting out my sound there and like i'm you know i'm like kind of like focusing on africa a little bit Mm -hmm. and like also like focusing on america but i i I feel like my the kind of music i'm creating a lot of people don't really know about that sound Mm. which is very very like electronic like techno and like yeah. so because awesome. Nigeria Niger- Niger- have a, a sound it's called an Afrobeats mm-hmm. and it's kind of like really popping like that's dope I love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. same <laughs> <laughs> right, right yeah you know I love, I love the sound but um, for me I just like to you know just do something a little bit different from mm-hmm. that and it's just natural for me to do that
0: absolutely if there's any place I can recommend go to Chicago and like go to like a legit like house music party yes like I'm telling you yes. have you been to Chicago no I've not been to Chicago oh you gotta go well man. you know I know like it's, house music it's another type typical, of energy man yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and just to even see it cause like, you know like if you go to a country or a city where like they're playing the music of that city yeah and like you see how people respond to it yes you understand it on even yes. more a deeper level, yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Are there any other specific cities that you'd want to travel to? Like, um, like yeah, I, w- I want to travel the world, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do it, man. You're gonna do it, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, I was speaking to a friend of mine like last week, and she was like, "Oh, let's go to London." Mm. So
2: casual,
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm just like you know, taking it step by step, and like you know, being strategic about my moves, and like how, because when I when I travel like out to these places, I'm you not know, making sure like it's about like. It's a purpose. It's a purpose, and like you know, promoting the music I'm creating and like just yeah. spreading, spreading the music that way.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the world needs to experience you, man, because your music, for me, like I listened to your music and then to to see you live, like it, it brought a, a different element out of the music that I already like knew, but it was like, wow, I'm experiencing something different now, and like you sort of really bring your music to life, you know, and it's, right. it's amazing. So, so I really encourage anyone who's listening to go like see you perform live. Um, listen to the music like it's really really powerful. That's living in New York now for you like is it is it something where you feel like the creative scene like how do you think the creative scene is looking in New York currently?
2: I think the creative scene anywhere you go you're gonna find creatives mm-hmm. it's just about where are you looking and who are you associating yourself with mm-hmm. what are you searching there's a whole world out there and with the internet even if even if digitally just connecting with people and just exploring i think i think the scene is good you just have to go out there yeah. and really like figure out what resonates with you mm-hmm. and new york is so diverse man like <laughs> there's no way i can box in the culture, the scene, the art scene in New York because it's, it's, it's really, it's really crazy. Mm, exactly. It's really crazy. You exactly. just got to go out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for, for you, man, do you see like, are you finding similar or, or like-minded musicians in the city as well? Or are you sort of feeling like you're a lone wolf at the moment?
1: <laughs> um, I, there's a lot of, um, musicians and creative, I really appreciate and like, I I love their work and see like they, they inspire me so there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of, a lot of people yeah in and, and a New York City creative scene, I love, could be a photographer, I could be a videographer, I
0: don't matter, like, as long as it's creative and, you know, it's, it inspires me. Yeah, like, I, I really want to, um, like, support what you're doing and, like, anything that you need from, from from me or the people that I know, man, like, really, I feel like what you're doing is really special. Thanks, bro. Thanks. So, like, we're going to need to definitely have another conversation, like, after you've traveled some more and, Thanks, bro. like, I, I just want to hear how things continue to grow because I feel like we're going to even look back at this conversation and be like, remember when we were talking yeah. about, this too, yeah. so yeah, man, I'm really, I'm really excited, man. And um, yeah, is there anything that that you would say that you'd want to share with people about your music and your work that you feel is important? That's that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
1: would say, um, you know, I'm working on the next project now, and for me, I just I want my music to r- resonate with people, and like I want to like live live an impact. With the music, I just don't want to create music for creating sake. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to help people because that's why, like, the, the first project I put out is called The platform. Like, I believe every artist deserves a better platform for them to share their work, and everybody and everybody just deserve a better opportunity. There's a lot of creative people out there, but I think some people really don't have that opportunity that others are fortunate to have. So, yeah. that's just my thing. So, if I'm in a position to like help people that are really like creative and like talented like just give them a platform for them to mm. share their work I think that was what Swiss did to me like yeah. he gave me a platform yeah. that was what Depa did like he gave mm. me a platform to share so I believe like we should all be able to like
0: you know help out people if we can so that's, yeah that's my whole thing that's real man I respect it so much I really do like it and I also just want to thank you again for being on the podcast um, thanks man and you also giving me this platform to be so big, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. that's the go
2: no
0: yeah, yeah yeah that's it that's yeah. it you know so how can people find your music your socials everything like let us know my music is
1: available on all streaming platforms it's called a platform mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah Eli Fola just type E-L-I F-O-L-A and I'm on I'm more active on Instagram no really I don't post mm-hmm. a lot but I'm, I'm on Instagram yeah,
0: Eli <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Eli Fola SoundCloud Eli Fola nice man nice well thank you once again Um, and also you as well because you know shout um, out to Denise in the building
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, I'm really active on Twitter mm-hmm. so you can find me at Denise J-A-E-G And I use the same handle for every platform. So I'm on Instagram, too. You can find me like that.
0: Thank you both once again for being on the podcast. And, you know, I'm just excited to see what the both of you are going to do. You know, I feel like this is, like, the beginning of a lot of things for all of us. But, like, definitely. We'll, we'll like, revisit this and, like, just talk about, like, how far we've all come. So I'm really happy and and thankful for all of this. So Thanks, man. This has been The Open Canvas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. That was perfect. To find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj.opencanvas at gmail.com.
2: This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.